everybody and welcome back to my podcast. This is Rent Free with Mackenzie Davis, week four, I believe. Um, This is my second time filming this episode. I will be completely honest (laughs) when I say that. I woke up early this morning, filmed filmed it, it, sat down to edit it, and realized that the camera was completely dark and the audio was really crappy. I bought this microphone off Amazon and it looks really nice and good quality and everything, but when you use the actual, like, I think they call it like a boom, like the thing that covers, I don't know, it's supposed to like not muffle the sound, you just literally can't hear anything. And I swear to you, my $3 mini microphone that I bought from Amazon works better sometimes than this microphone. So anyway, besides the point. Today, I wanted to make an episode specifically for young people wanting to get into real estate. I wanted to talk a bit about things that are important to focus on and things that you can highlight being a young realtor. I also apologize because this episode is coming out very late Monday evening. I still made it to Monday though, so that's all that matters in my mind at least. Um, I'm going to be editing this right after I record, so hopefully things turn out well this time. So the first thing that I want to talk about, which is a question I get a lot, is what do you do when people find out how old you are? Do people not trust you? Yada yada. And truthfully, I've only encountered one person who asked my age, one client, and she just asked how old I was. I told her how old I was, and we moved on. I think that the reason she asked me was because of how I was dressed. I'm going to be completely honest. I was coming from running errands and she asked me to do a last minute showing. Of course, I would do that at any moment, but I'm not going to run home and change just to like turn around and go back the direction I was going. She was also looking for properties, I want to say like an hour away from where I live. So it was just like not within reason to go do that. So I was wearing gym clothes and typically I think that people think I'm older because I'm 5'11 and if I'm dressed for professionally, I just kind of look older in general. But that, that day, I just, I didn't. It really did like mess with me because then after that, it was my first transaction ever, first of all. And she asked me that and I'm like, crap, like, do I not present myself well? Do I not have the right confidence? Does she question everything I do? Like. I just really hated that she even asked me that question. And I still hate that people would even ask that because genuinely, if you take your exam to get your license, you're just the same as any other new realtor. Just the same. There's nothing different, especially because you're younger and you can probably do things better anyway. That's just my opinion. So yeah, that's how I feel about that one. The difference though with other realtors is that they will treat you differently because you're younger. This is something I found both ways. I've had people be creepy and weird and especially like inspectors or people that you don't usually work with and then they show up and they're like you're the realtor like that kind of a thing. Really gross and creepy you just kind of have to ignore it. It sucks when you go to an inspection and have to spend two to three hours with someone who is being weird and like flirtatious almost Um, but I've also had the flipped where people treat you differently because they can tell you're young I don't know if it's a jealousy thing or if it's just genuinely that they 
are on their high horse and just treat people poorly but they'll kind of be like well I know it's your first time around so make sure you do this make sure you do that blah 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 it's annoying it's a power complex thing that they have and they do and you kind of just have to work through that but I definitely have had my fair share of agents who I can tell resent me a bit because of my age and if you want my honest opinion on that I think of it like this they're on one side of the same deal that you're on the other side of so you're making around the same commission and I think that's probably why they're upset because you're so young and you're doing just as good as they are if that makes sense so don't let them like affect your mood in fact let them that motivate you because you're kicking ass already you know what I mean the second kind of thing that you're going to encounter is an advantage in media marketing presenting yourself on social platforms so with instagram facebook snapchat linkedin literally whatever social media you use you have the opportunity to use that with real estate as well and because you're younger and you grew up on all of these platforms you know how to leverage those things to your best ability I think it obviously takes some learning to transition from like a personal TikTok or a personal Instagram to a business oriented one, but it's doable and you're going to have an easier time doing it. That's something I've always thought was really nice because a lot of older people spend more time cold calling and doing things like that, which you can do as a young person too, but you need to make sure you're using those strengths to kind of push yourself forward. I think another thing that goes along with age is just confidence and and like I was saying before your confidence will come with time and the more deals you do you'll become more confident but you have to kind of put on that face even if you don't feel quite confident yet and just kind of fake it until you make it because no one's gonna know that you're 19 if you don't tell them no one's gonna know that you're 21 just because of the way that you look do you know what I mean and quite frankly, it's probably rude of them to ask that. Like you should, you wouldn't turn around and be like, well, how old are you? Like that's not something that we wanna discuss. So it shouldn't be something they should discuss with you either. Another thing that comes with this job is a drastic change in money, in finances, all of the above essentially. Um, so I personally went from having minimum wage jobs my entire life when, before I got my license, I was a social work assistant and then I had worked at a deli for like four years. And this was my first job where I was making a substantial amount of money. Realistically, like in Maryland, it's $11 an hour, I wanna say for minimum wage. And you go from making that to $10,000 all at once just for selling a house. And you're like, whoa, what just happened? I think that that's scary <laughs> as well as exciting. But you have to be prepared and you need to be responsible about it. I'm not trying to tell you how to live your life or like what to do with your money, but just be ready for that transition because even sometimes now when I like get paid or I'm offered money for something, it I look at it in a completely different light because of real estate and you just need to kind of be aware of what like could and will happen with that. I also, for that reason, suggest getting a financial planner, not like a book, but like an actual person who does finances. 
I did this this summer and I looked up on my like local Facebook page um, financial planners in the area and who people rated the best and this guy was like overwhelmingly rated so he was at a certain bank in my um, city and so I set up an appointment with him met with him over the phone and then met with him in person I brought everything, and I mean everything, for my finances. All my bank statements, my loan statements for school, tax information, all that good stuff. I brought it with me, I gave him a folder of it, and I was like, do whatever you need to do with this. I want to diversify, I want to not just let my money sit in my bank account, but instead I want it to work for me. And you obviously don't have to do that, but it's a smart thing to do, especially when you're bringing in huge lump sums of money like you do with real estate. him and his team kind of put together a portfolio for myself and that included a lot of different things. I won't bore you with the details, but essentially like a non-qualified savings account, life insurance term, and then a Roth IRA are just a few of the things that I added to my financial portfolio to kind of allow myself to make my money work for me instead of, like I said, just having it sit in your bank account. I feel like that is really, really important to do if you do that you're kind of setting yourself up to be more financially free in the future which is something I'm really really trying to do being in real estate also gives you the funding to invest in other things like real estate so if you want to buy your own like investment property to flip or if you want to wholesale or if you want to do anything like that it's a lot easier to do so because of the funding that you'll receive through real estate. Another thing that I always, always want to highlight is the costs of real estate itself, like what you have to pay as a realtor, because yes, it's worth it and I wouldn't have changed a thing, but it's expensive. And if you're coming from a minimum wage job as a young person, as I was, you need to have savings to support not only yourself and your monthly costs, but also the cost of real estate. I want to say all of the costs combined, including joining my realtor boards, getting all of the access to the things that I needed to do real estate, was like around two to three thousand dollars. And if you're gonna quit any job or stop working or something, you're gonna have to have the money to support yourself as well which is however much money you spend a month, I don't know. And that's really important to know. I would hate for you to get through the real estate class and then not have enough money to support yourself and be a licensed agent but not able to do anything with it because you just don't have the resources. People get really angry with me on TikTok for like saying that I don't highlight that enough and I really do try to but for some reason all the videos that go viral for me are just (laughs) like the ones where I'm like oh you can get your license for $300 because you can that's how much the class is so like of course I leave out the important details in like the 30 second video they see but I have a lot of videos on my TikTok kind of going through that more so if you want to like no more information. I think my pinned video right now is the entire process and detailing every single cost. So definitely check that out. I think that that is really all I have to say about being a young realtor. 
I genuinely think it's a very smart decision. Even if you don't want to be a realtor and you just want to get into real estate, you can wholesale or buy investment properties and do things like that. But the way that this business has changed my life is actually insane. I never intended to do anything business related, anything real estate re related. I'm a psych major, you know, like this is not my plan, but I'm so glad that I was led here because I mean, I I will graduate without debt and I will be able to buy a house when I graduate and it's just a really good feeling to have that kind of freedom at such a young age, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, and so I think I highlighted everything that you guys often ask me about being young and being in this business. If I missed anything, shoot me a DM on Instagram or set up a Zoom with me or comment on my TikTok. Whatever you want to do, um, I answer all of those platforms and I would love to talk with more people. Um, just a few things going on in my life lately. I am really excited because December 1st is in two days and I'm starting this new journey <laughs> and I'm really hoping it will work out. Basically what I want to do is push myself to do better in a lot of different aspects of my life. So from December 1st to January 1st, I'm going to be challenging myself to post on TikTok twice a day post on YouTube once a week, post a podcast once a week, and I have certain goals for myself to see what different limits I can reach within like my social media platforms, but then also just within wellness, I'm going to start training for a marathon. Um, I'm going to do a 20-week training plan, which is a long time, but I kind of need that right now because I just sprained my ankle and I need to give myself the time to ease back into it. I have ran a half marathon before, but never a marathon. So that's gonna start on Wednesday, as well as just being more consistent in the gym, having healthier habits. And you can find more of this. I'm about to post a video tonight or tomorrow on what exactly this plan is gonna look like for me. But I'm really hoping to achieve a lot and kind of start the new year off on a really good foot the idea of starting new years and starting new new year new me is so great to me but i kind of wanted this year to be able to start already on that good foot if that makes sense so instead of like on january 1st i want to start in december 1st so that i can make some really positive changes by the new year and hopefully continue to progress and make 2022 just a wholly positive experience um, I know we all kind of need that 2020 and it's lingering months after have just been a lot and this year is going to be so exciting. Um, I know for a lot of people, for me too, I mean, graduating, going to grad school, all that good stuff, going to Italy, um, a lot of good content to be made. So I'm very, very excited and I hope you guys are too. I know that a lot of you have expressed how much you enjoy this podcast, which is so crazy and so exciting to me but you'll be seeing a lot more of me so make sure to subscribe to follow um hit the like button if you're on youtube and i will see you guys next wednesday or monday if you're watching on youtube all right have a good day and i'll see y'all soon